Savage. Austin Jackson back looks up. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Tame center for Kane. He scores. Oh, Patrick Kane set up by Jonathan Tame. The dynamic duo comes through in overtime. Hawk wins. Looking. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. Everybody and welcome to a new episode of a post-game recap on Cloudgate Sports Podcast. We had the Bulls taking on the Rockets tonight. The Bulls did come out with the victory, 125 to 120. Overall, great game. Had contributions from everybody on the team. Uh, Pat, do you want to read that stat line uh, they told yeah. us before we started? Uh, out of we had seven players that played tonight that were over uh, ten points. And then out of every person that saw time on the court, we only had one person that was underneath five points. Perfect. The Black or the Bulls played great tonight. Uh, got the win. It just absolutely uh, great to see the bench get in and do a great job, especially with Garrett Temple. Uh, just absolutely uh, great to see him get that starting role and really step into it today. He did start because uh, Patrick Williams and Otto Porter wore out. Uh, not much to worry about with uh, Williams. Just a right hip contusion. Should be back. We play on Friday, right? We have a long break. Yes. So yes. should be healthy for Friday. Otto Porter, back is hurting him a little bit, so he sat down for the night as well. So it was nice to see guys off the bench and uh, some of the people that don't play as much really get to step into a new role tonight. Yeah, it was just a great game in general across all fronts. I think you hit it best that we were shorthanded. We, yeah, we, we, we were shorthanded. Um, no no Otto Porter, no uh, no Patrick Williams. And you saw guys like that. You saw Garrett Temple really step up. Denzel Valentine, as much as I'm not a fan of him, he had 13-8. and eight. Archie Giacchino had 9-2-2. Two and two. Daniel Gabbard had 7-3-1. and one. So you saw guys that were really – you know, getting decent playing time before they realized that they needed, you know, Billy Donovan called upon their step up, and that's exactly what they did. It was a great game all around offensively. Um, if I have to nitpick one negative part of this game, I think it's our turnovers again. We did have seven, 17 turnovers, uh, and the uh, because of those 17 turnovers, the Rockets had 25 points off those turnovers. So one part to nitpick, but overall it's a great showing. That's a great team win. It really is. At one point, in one point of the game, Zach Levine really took over three big threes in that third quarter. But overall, it was a great team win. Great team win. Yeah, Levine was really uh, consistent tonight too, going with uh, 33 points with what was off it? Off 11 makes off 16 shots. Very, yeah. very efficient night for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Markinen, another very solid game from him. Wendell almost having a double double. We had. Four players really close to a double-double. None of them could get it, and uh, tough to see, but that's okay. It, it was still a great game. Really got to see our players step up. Yeah, this is a fun 
watch. I mean, the uh, at one point it was. I mean, tip or tip or caps to the Rockets too. They were down 17 points two times in this game, and uh, they really just fought back. And I think that speaks a lot to the team they're building. And Victor Oladipo in his first night in the Rockets jersey, um, he had 32 points, five boards, and nine assists. Like you know, he's picking up right where he left off. They didn't have John Wall. Demarcus Cousins was kind of. Uh, he wasn't there tonight. He really no. wasn't. Just not. Just wasn't his day. But especially they saw, when he flopped you know, when uh, he got hit. And what was it? The first or second quarter? Yeah, I mean, come on. A guy like Kobe White isn't knocking over somebody like Demarcus Cousins. I mean, that easily flopping. too. Yeah, Stacey King loves to to fuck with Boogie about stuff like that. But I mean, the Rockets played a great game too. They never quit. They could have quit multiple times in that game, and they didn't. They kept fighting back, and it was a close game towards the end. Uh, but you saw guys like, I mean, Bory Markin really sealed the deal with that big-time three with a couple minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, it was just a great game overall. And, uh, yeah, uh, when do we play next? Friday against the... The Charlotte Hornets, who now the Charlotte Hornets haven't... They're having some... They aren't having COVID issues, but the opponents they're supposed to be playing this week are. So they won't have played a game since last Saturday until Friday against the Bulls. Well, let's take advantage of that. Uh, maybe they got lazy during their break. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's going to be a fun stretch of Bulls basketball coming up because after we face the Hornets, we have the Lakers again, correct? Correct. Yep. yep. And they'll have Anthony Davis back, so that'll make a another interesting take on how uh, Patrick Williams is adjusting to the league. Uh, it'll yeah. be nice to see him cover him. So it's going to be fun. Uh, it was a little scary seeing Patrick Williams out uh, getting announced right before he the was- game. He was almost slated to start, or to not start, but to play, and it yeah. was a last-second scratch. So they're like, at this point, why are we going to risk it? You know, and that's that's a belief that Billy Donovan has in his bench players that he knows that you're missing two small forwards. Garrett Temple's been playing pretty well. I got every every bit of faith that he'll step up. Thad Young will step up. So at that point, you don't want to risk any young person's career if they're that close to being there, but they're just not fully ready to go. Don't even bother. And I, that's why I like Billy Donovan a lot. Yeah, and Stacey King said it best for this Rockets team. They have four first-round picks in the next four years. They're going to be building a great young core. Uh, and I think they ultimately got a great haul for James Harden. I agree 100%. I think that team has a way better outlook in the future without Russell and without Harden. I think right now they're honestly a better team. If they can stay healthy, and that's the key word, if they can stay healthy, if John Wall – and Eric Gordon can have a good game, and uh, Victor Oladipo can do well, and DeMarcus Cousins can do his job. They have a very solid team right now in the, that tough Western Conference, but I truly think they're a lot better now than they were with without uh, Russell and, and James Harden. 100%. I think uh, the culture in the locker room is different, too. I bet it's a lot more positive. So, now, players of the game. Hold on a second. I want to talk about because I highly doubt Denzel is your player of the game. Oh no! Let's, shot. let's talk about let's talk about Denzel's game tonight because it was quite the roller coaster of text messages that I was sending in our group chat. So yeah. what what did you think of Denzel's game tonight? Started off very 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 bad, and yeah. then midway through it was still going very bad, and he kind of flipped it around. So good game, I'll say, because he finished strong. Okay, so he did. He finished with 13, eight, uh, 13 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 5 of 13 shooting with 24 minutes played. So that's a solid bench performance. I, I'll give, I, especially as how much we gave him shit for that Thunder loss. 
He he had a great game. Give credit when credit's due. Here's my he did start off rough. He did. And then he hit a couple big shots where he was stepping into his shots confidently behind the three-point line as well as taking some solid mid-range jumpers. And I'm like, listen, I might have been giving you shit, but you're you're stepping in, you're being confident in your shots, and you're stepping up in a, in a time where we're a little bit short man on the bench. And it was awesome to see. I'll give him credit. But then I think he started getting a little bit too cocky, and he started driving and taking some shots that he probably shouldn't have been taking, whether those are deep threes off a, a screen. With an air ball at the end. The air ball, dude, that was a horrible shot. Oh, my God. He looks – he stepped back, I, and he looks so confident. And I understand the shot clock was on the way down at that point, but you still had a couple seconds to take one, two more dribbles and get a contested three a little bit closer. Yeah. Um, but towards the end of the game, I think he just got a little bit too cocky. He's realized he was feeling himself a little bit, and he started taking some really bad shots with those deep threes or just driving and not kicking and trying to put up a contested floater. And that's kind of what I didn't like. I didn't like him in the start of the game. I did like the way he was playing in the beginning when he grew a little more confident in the shot. But towards the back end, he really just got way too cocky, and that's where he kind of fell, fell apart. And that's kind of why I have a negative connotation towards Denzel's performance tonight. Yeah, I've got an overall negative feeling about his performances. I not not a big fan. But okay, let's go into players of the game. My player of the game is going to be. I guess I I have to give it to Levine. Uh, he had a great game tonight, uh, especially after Kobe and Zach both should get praised for how they played tonight uh, offensively after only combining ten points last night really showed that they uh, shook off the performance from yesterday and stepped into a big role today. But Levine had a really good offensive day today, so I'll give it to Levine. Yeah, Zach was a lot of fun to watch in that third quarter. He's known this season for having great third quarters, and he was just feeling himself towards the back half of that third quarter. He's putting up some good shots. He was hitting, man. And some of those times you, some of those times when you see him take those shots, you're like, oh, my God, it's not a good-looking shot. But he, he makes him hit. Yeah. And sometimes, too, it looks like he's going to drive or he's going to kick out, and he just pulls up. He's got a quick trigger, and he can make it fit pretty well. And uh, so, hey, Zach had a hell of a game. If I'm going to give my player of the game, I think i got to go to Archie Diacono for one reason. And he did have nine points, which it was awesome to and see. And a buzzer beater. The buzzer beater, which was a great confidence who was going into the second quarter. But he, for me, he played 16 minutes, which doesn't seem like a lot. But with your when you're short-manned, we, you don't have Patrick Williams, you don't have Otto Porter, being able to know that I could throw Archie Diakono into a game where he's going up against some tough guys like Victor Oladipo, he's going up against Eric Gordon, um, he's going to cross that Christian Wood, we had a hell of a game tonight for the Rockets. He's eating up minutes, and I believe it was the announcer. It wasn't Stacey King. It was the other the other announcer that brought this up, where eating minutes isn't a bad thing. He's taking time to be able to produce a good product on the court, whether that's offensively or defensively, while letting guys like Zach Levine and Colby White rest him. Um, again, that's another example of next man up. He, Billy Donovan called upon these bench players to step up because they were losing Patrick Williams and Otto Porter. And that's exactly what he did. And he really went in for – he's a kind of a defensive guy. He's going to be that nitty-gritty guy who's going to kind of piss people off. Um, but, hey, when he, he felt confident in his shot, too, nine points, three of seven shooting. Um, it was just a great – point. he was three of four from the, from the three. I mean, he had nine points all Perfect. from the three-point line. He knows his role, and that's the great thing I want to see is he knows his role. He understands he's a good three-point shooter. He also realizes that he's not a starter. He's not a star player. He's going to be a role player off the bench. You can tell that, too, game. with his, like, social media and uh, the way that he conducts interviews 
he he knows his role and he wants the Bulls to be. Yeah, better. so Ryan Archidiakno had a great game, and I think a lot of that speaks to his realization of who he is as a basketball player. He realizes that he's not going to be a star player; he's going to be putting up a lot of points per night. He realizes he's a role player off the bench who can step into roles like he needed to tonight when you're when you're a short man on the bench and he stepped up and did a great job. And I think a lot of that, a lot of that has to do with what he learned in college uh, at Villanova. Archie Giacchino was the one of the star players at Villanova that handed off that ball to Jenkins for the budget beater three against uh, North Carolina in the national championship, which is definitely a highlight of his career. But I think Jay Wright is the type of guy that builds that type of a culture where it's not a selfish culture. It's a, it's a we team. It's a we program. It's a team program and not an I, an I program. And I think that's carrying over into his, his professional career. And uh, so I mean, Archie Giacchino, as much as it might not seem like it on the stat sheet, if you look at it from watching the game, uh, I mean, he just had a lot of great plays that were aren't going to show up in the statue, but do make an impact in the long run on the game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I also want to put some uh, shine on Garrett Temple. Uh, he's been playing great this season. Uh, just coming from what he needed to be, uh, he's been exactly what the Bulls need. Uh, coming off to the bench, starting tonight, Having 21 points last night, 18 tonight, uh, just great offensive performances. Also hustles really hard on defense, uh, gives a good defensive presence. So it's nice to, like we said earlier, it's like to see that from our bench guys. really shows the depth that we have. Yeah, just this is the ideal, the epitome of a team win. And uh, I think that a lot of it has to do with just the culture that Billy Donovan's building in that locker room and the realization of where they are as a team right now and how they're, they might not be a threat in the Eastern Conference, but they're growing a lot as a team and they're growing that good connection. And I think that's starting to show itself on the court. Definitely. Uh, are we still – I just want to get a quick feeler. We could get more into it on our weekly episode, but – do you still feel like we should trade uh, Levine? As much as I don't want to, and as much as I enjoy watching these games where he's putting up 30-plus points a night and he's having a serious impact on our wins, at this point, he keeps having games like this, his his trade stock's rising and rising and rising. And that's this is going to be a type of guy that puts a potential playoff team over the edge. I mean, this could be a guy that could have a serious impact on a team like maybe uh, – I'm I'm just I'm I'm spitballing here just for teams that could are close to there close to that winning winning culture but not actually there yet they might not have the trade assets um, teams like the Bucks and a guy like Zach Levine could do a lot that could help out a lot I can see that Pat. I can see it teams like the Sixers you know Ben Simmons doesn't Ben Simmons is not the the shooter of the team they do lack that shooter Zach Levine is more than capable of putting up those shots. Uh, looking on the West Coast, again, I think I said the Denver Nuggets, uh, potentially. I mean, Jokic, Jamal Murray, and Zach Levine could fit very well together. Um, so I think he is – he's definitely the guy, especially the way he's playing this season. He can put a team over the edge. And at this point, if he keeps having the games he's having and if he's raising that trade stock, I think we got to do it. I just don't see him being – a long-term asset. I don't see us being a playoff threat for a couple more years, and I don't see Zach staying on the team for a couple more years. Yeah, I could see us being a playoff threat possibly next year for, like, the eighth seed or something like that. But for us to be real contenders for what everybody wants, and that's a championship, that'll take a couple years for sure uh, to really get everybody as dominant as we need them to be. Um I was kind of iffy at first about the whole Levine trade, but now that's like all I'm thinking about. 
Like, the Bulls should do it, and they should do it soon, especially with how good he's been playing. His stock could be really high now. You never know what happens towards the middle or end of the season when he may get hurt or something like that. Uh, we should capitalize on how much we could get now, and we're going to get a haul for him, absolutely. Yeah, and there's nobody else I want manning this trade than AK and what we had in the front office now. Billy Donovan. Uh, if, like yeah. I said, if Billy Donovan and AK, they, they're very knowledgeable. And if you ask me the same exact question about potentially trading Zach Levine for a huge haul and Gar and Paxman in the helm, I might have a different question, or a different answer because I just wouldn't have trusted those guys. But with the front office we have and how we're looking, I, I do think it could be a solid move for us right now. Definitely. Uh, so that does it for our post-game recap of the Bulls versus the Rockets, uh, winning 125-120. to 120. They play again on Friday, having a couple-day break, which will be nice for Patrick Williams and Otto Porter, hopefully fully healthy by Friday against Charlotte. Uh, so, Bulls basketball, climbing up, good to watch. It's been fun. Uh, we're going to hit a real fun stretch uh, this weekend with the Hornets and the Lakers. So, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff. And make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace out. Looking, finds Rose. Rose trying to get open, fires away. Bang! It's over! The Bulls win at the buzzer! Fifteen to the twenty, breaks free to the twenty-five to the thirty to the outside forty. Next.